BYU heads to the Midwest to face the number six Wisconsin Badgers, a team that cruised to victory last year in Provo. They dominated us last year, and uh, we kind of have a bitter taste in our mouth this year. Coming back off this loss this week, uh, we're really excited and motivated to get this one. With no one giving the Cougars a shot to win at Camp Randall, Head coach Kalani Sataki says his team is heading to Madison with no pressure. Not a lot of people give us a lot of chance, so that's a good feeling to be in, too. So, got nothing to lose. We're going to have fun with this. It's time for BYU football as the Cougars face the Badgers on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Live play-by-play coverage of BYU football is brought to you by America First Credit Union, helping you achieve financial health. Les Olson Company, your office technology partner. Smith's, low prices, market fresh at Smith's. State Farm, talk to an agent today at 800-STATE-FARM. Also brought to you by Deseret First Credit Union, serving the LDS community. Now to bring you all of today's action, we head live to the Bryant Heating and Cooling Comfort broadcast booth and join Mark Lyons, along with the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. All right, so getting set for coin toss here at Camp Randall Stadium. Normally, BYU would have four captains out there for the coin toss, and they've got four offensive and four defensive captains this year. One of the offensive captains is Braden L. and he's not dressed today, so he's not out there today. And so the captains coming out for the toss will be Micah Simon, along with Tanner Mangum and Austin Hoyt. And the referee is Cooper Castleberry. And he'll preside over the coin toss at midfield as we get you set for BYU and Wisconsin on this sunny Saturday in Madison. And the Albacri news is pretty big. He caught a touchdown last week, and he's a starting fullback and really embodies the kind of toughness mark yeah, you're going to exactly. want to have in just this kind of game. That's exactly right. Uh, he's the guy that knocks people down and gets everybody pumped up. And he's a, a great lead bo- blocker for Squally. And, and then on the other side, if Butch Pau is not able to go full reps today, that's another big hitter that you miss in this kind of game. All right, captains are now at midfield. Mitchell Jurgens is down there with our field-level microphone. We'll have that in and get the instructions from referee Cooper Castleberry as the captains shake hands. BYU white jerseys, blue pants. Wisconsin red jerseys, white pants. And here we go. This is a coin. The helmet is heads. The logo is tails. Which do you want? Tails. Tails? Tails is the call. BYU calls tails. And it's tails. Do you want your options this half or next half? We want to defer. He wants to defer to the second half. Which way do you want to kick? We want to kick that way. Turn your back to that goal. All right, so BYU wins the toss. They have deferred, and they will kick off from our left to our right here at Camp Randall Stadium. Red and white Badgers, blue and white Cougars, and... After a couple of weeks of whiteout uniforms for BYU, the All-Whites, they've gone to a traditional road setup. Mark, and you like that? I like that, yeah. I like the contrast. It, uh, it's just good old-fashioned football. You line them up there today. As Kirk Cousins would say, you like that. <laughs> All right, it is BYU and Wisconsin. The Cougars coming in 1-1. One and one. Wisconsin, the sixth-ranked team in the country, is 2-0. and oh. Paul Christ is the head coach in his fourth season, a former Badger himself. He is perfect for this program. And his record is not perfect, but pretty close. Pretty close, yeah. How about 36-7 and seven so far here? And back-to-back Big Ten Coach of the Year honors. And again, his uh, the Wisconsin program beyond Paul Christ has won 41 consecutive non-conference home games dating back to UNLV 15 years and two days ago. September 13th, 2003, UNLV came in here and won. And they've not lost a non-conference home game since. BYU looking to... Well, do what they've done recently in Big Ten country with a win at Nebraska, with a win at Michigan State, 
Yeah. This is going to be the toughest of those three tasks, but here come the Badgers and Cougars, and good to have you with us on the new skin BYU Sports Network. BYU will kick it off, and Andrew Mickelson will do the honors for the Cougars. Back to return for Wisconsin are Aaron Cruikshank and Kedrick Pryor. Yeah, BYU had a long string of victories, you know, in that 84 year and 85, and it was UNLV, surprisingly, that uh, ended up breaking that streak for BYU, and UNLV was the team that ended Wisconsin's long run. So UNLV is not one of those powerhouses that you expect to end up beating an undefeated team for a long stretch. So BYU certainly has that opportunity to step up and be that team today. Just a single deep now back for the Badgers in Crookshank. Crookshank number one is the deep returner to our right as we get this game underway at Camp Randall. Mickelson drops his right arm, puts his right foot to the ball. And it's a returnable kick for Crookshank at the seven-yard line between the hashes. Starts outside the right hash and has an opening to the far sideline beyond the 30-yard line. First time this year, Mark, I think that a team has been outside the 30 on a kickoff return. Yeah, and it was a little shorter kick at the seven-yard line. BYU's strategy is to try and get that return and defend and make the play. Starting lineup brought to you by America First, Utah's top credit union, and defensively for BYU. Adam Pulsifor gets the start at middle linebacker. No Butch Pau to begin the game for the Cougs. Taki Taki and Anderson are the other linebackers. Austin Lee, Diane Gamwaliku are the corners. Shelton and Wilcox, rather the safeties were Lee and Gunwaliku. The other two were the corners as a pass is batted down and incomplete. Dropped at midfield by Danny Davis. It'll be second down and ten. We'll give you the defensive lineman for BYU. Talia Uli Tonga along with Corbin Kofusi and Bracken Elbakri. That's your defensive starting lineup for BYU, brought to you by America First Credit Union. So incomplete pass on first down and 10 for Wisconsin. Diane Gualaku really thought he was going to have a shot at that ball. He kind of settled, jumped, and it carried much further than he expected. Tight formation with wingbacks to either side of the formation. Hornybrook is under center. There's a handoff to Taylor on second and 10, and he stopped up for a gain of only a single yard on the play. So... Not too frequently, Wisconsin finds itself in the third down and nine or ten, but with no gain on the play, they'll say it is third down and ten for Wisconsin on possession number one. Uh, Wisconsin uh, tight end, I believe it is, is limping off the field. And that is Xander Neville, one of four tight ends they use. Well, they have a bunch. And now on third down and ten, Hornybrook goes to gun. And Taylor is not part of the formation. On a drop for Hornybrook, he lobs it incomplete. A pass was deflected at the line, so off the deflected pass, defense comes out and goes three and out against Wisconsin to open the game. Well done. Incomplete pass and a pass breakup on first down. A Taylor run for no gain on second and incomplete on third. So two passes in the possession by Hornybrook, neither one complete. So in the first possession, Alex Hornibrook has thrown more complete, more incompletions than he <laughs> threw in the entire game last year in Provo when he was well, 19 for 20. BYU is man-to-man in that down, did a nice job with safety free. So they anticipated the throw underneath. Anthony Lobby. Whoa. Wow, high and deep, and Shelton's going to let it go. And why? I think why? it was the sun. It, look, the, it go, right. drops all the way to the five-yard line where there's a scramble for the ball there. 
It'll be down, and BYU facing a knot. He had to have lost it, Mark, right? Yeah, I, I think that he probably lost the football. Who is that BYU player diving on it down there? Well, either way, it's five-yard line, the spot for BYU, first yeah. down and ten. Again, it was high and deep enough that Shelton could have made the catch with some room to run, but the very last minute he runs up and lets it drop. And that's a 15 to 20 yard loss in the sun play. That's a big, big loss of yardage. 63 yard punt after the roll. Again, nothing we saw originally said he's going to do anything other than catch it. But then he let it go and rolls all the way to the five. Mangum is under center. The America First Credit Union starting lineup on offense for BYU coming up after first down. Offset eye. Behind Mangum, including Holker as a fullback. Fly sweep to Hefo. Hefo takes it to the far side and turns the corner for a first down and more. A 15-yard gain and then some. With a nice block from Dallin Holker freeing Aleva Hefo on fly sweep. Christensen, Schof, MP, Hodge, and Hoyt, the offensive lineman. Shumway, Holker, Canada, Hefo, and Mangum were also in that set. Now Hefo has... The- Hefo has the quickness to it where they have the two blockers. He was able to just split through those two guys in a hurry before they had a chance to react to tackling. Out to the 17-yard line. Gain of 12. First down and 10, BYU. Mangum under center. Candle the lone setback. Fly sweep. Again, this time from left to right. And again, Hefo's got a gain of 8. So BYU's first two plays gained 20 yards after Wisconsin went 3 and out on their first sequence. One minute, 50 seconds gone here in the opening quarter. 0-0, BYU and Wisconsin here at Camp Randall. Brady Christensen made an excellent block on the first down play. This time uh, it was Hefo just making a cut up early. Shumway, wide right. And a single wide left. As they go offset eye, Holker and Canada behind Mangum under center. Tight end also left. A five-step for Mangum. Pressure in from his right. He's going down. Sack for a loss on the play. And who got him? Olive Songapolu. Six-foot-two, 342-pound senior with his first sack of the season and fifth tackle for loss. Olive Songapolu and a loss back to the 19-yard line. Setting up third down and eight, a loss of six on that play. Nebraska's putting eight guys up in the box, so they've got their strong safety right up there. Their outside linebackers right on top of the tight end. They're daring BYU to throw the football. That time they covered everybody, and Tanner couldn't get it off. Offset eye behind Mangum. Holker and Canada. Tanner under center. The give on fly sweep. Coming right to left to Dax Milne, and that's a loss on the play. So one of his few reps of the year, and that's really unfortunate from second and two to fourth and eight and now fourth and ten or eleven on the loss on the play and BYU punts it away after a promising start the first two plays gained 20 yards and then after setting up a second and two BYU ends up punting it on fourth and 13 so a loss of 13 yards on the next two plays boy Dax Milne gave up on that early he just quit in the backfield and uh, turtled up Jack Dunn is back to receive the punt from Rhett Almond that's short squibbler Bounces to Dunn. Dunn's going to let it roll, and BYU gets the benefit of a nice roll, and Dunn's not too happy with his decision, but to the 39-yard line of Wisconsin, first and 10 after this. 11-10 to go in the opening quarter. BYU 0, Wisconsin 0. Badgers first and 10 from their 39. After this on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Now back to Mark Lyons and the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel, on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. 
BYU fans, you can outsmart insurance doubt, outsmart life with AAA insurance. Visit AAA.com backslash outsmart. Each team has had the ball one time. Wisconsin with three and out, so great start defensively for BYU. But then the punt returner, Michael Shelton, either couldn't see or decided not to catch a punt. It rolled down to the BYU fives. So that made a 63-yard Wisconsin punt, a season long for Lottie. Cougars come back, gain 20 yards on their first two plays, 12, then 8, but then on 2nd and 2, sack on 3rd and 8, fly sweep loss of 5. BYU punts it away on 4th and 13, a 47-yard punt thanks to a decent roll. Yeah. And that sets us up Wisconsin 1st and 10 at their own 39-yard line with 11-10 to go in the opening quarter of this scoreless game at Camp Randall. So now they're at the uh, 39-yard line. Uh, so uh, Wisconsin gains about uh, eight yards is all on that uh, exchange. So it's not huge, but uh, it also took away the opportunity with BYU picking up uh, 20 yards in those two plays, 25 yards in those two plays. Uh, had they had the ball around the 20, they would have been kicking from near midfield. That was Dax Milne's first touch yeah. of the season, I think. Yeah, and he, Came and on a he third and eight. seemed a little bit confused at it. Ibacks behind Hornibrook. Taylor's the setback. The fullback is Alec Ingold. Two wides to the right. Stretch handoff to the left for Taylor. Taylor starts to his left. Cuts it back inside to the right into a mess of players. Yeah. It results in a four-yard gain to the 43-yard line. Corbin Kofusi, the tackle for BYU. Second and six. Gain of four for Jonathan Taylor. And a good solid pop at the end of that. You, you could hear that contact uh, through my headset up here in the booth. Hornibrook gun. Taylor left hip. Trips to the right. Including a flex tight. In Jake Ferguson. Hand off to Taylor middle. Steps through one tackle, but not the second. Isaiah Kafusi, is that who made it? It is Isaiah Kafusi had the wrap up on that second down and six, going to third and four. Gain of two for Taylor. So modest gains so far for Taylor. He's had three carries for six yards. And from the 45-yard line, another chance for BYU to go three and out here. Third and four for Wisconsin at their own 45-yard line. They're coming from right to left as we see it and you hear it. Wisconsin red jerseys, white pants, white helmets. BYU white jerseys, blue pants, white helmets. And Hornibrook shotgun again with Garrett Groshek now. In to protect left hip. A five-step drop for Hornibrook. A fire and a completion near side. Ferguson. Makes the catch, makes one man miss, two men miss, and drags tacklers three and four inside the 30-yard line to the BYU 28. Wide open target on the left side of the field is the tight end, Jake Ferguson. And Ferguson with his sixth catch of the season, and he's averaging about 12, 13 yards a catch now after that reception. St. Anderson trailing the play and uh, just about was able to reach out, just didn't. Get a hand on the football. Good reception. Good throw. And then he also didn't make the first tackle. Anderson and Lee both missed tackles on that play. Ibacks behind Hornibrook. Stretch handoff to Taylor. Comes off tackle right. Lowers the helmet. Ooh. Drives the pile. That's a Jonathan Taylor run. Yeah. That's an eight-yard run on first down. And that's about an average run for Jonathan Taylor coming in two today. He's been down on the average so far here in the fourth quarter, but that's an eight-yard run. He was averaging 7.8 coming in two today to the 20-yard line. Austin lead the tackle for BYU. So gain of eight setting up a second and two for the Badgers. We're scoreless with nine minutes even to go in the opening quarter. First couple plays that he's carried, there was a wall of BYU defenders. This time they're all spread out, and being spread out, Taylor is able to weave his way through. Single wide receiver left in a tight formation. Tights on either side of the line. The IMAX are Ingold and Taylor. Second and two for UW. 
Taylor off tackle left this time. First down and more. 15-10. First and goal, Wisconsin. So a gain of 10 on the run by Taylor to the 10-yard line. Sione Takitaki yeah. with the tackle for BYU. First and goal, Wisconsin. Takitaki's trailing all the way from the far side of the field to get over there and make that. Yeah, one thing I've noticed with the uh, Wisconsin offense is they, they seem very controlled and composed. They go at a very slow pace. Yeah. Um, but, I mean, it's it's working. They're, they're putting together some good, good plays. Austin Chambers made the tackle for BYU. Handoff Taylor, this time to the right, to the 6, to the 5. Mark him at the 6, gain of 4. It'll be second and goal from the 6 for Wisconsin with 8.09 to go in the first quarter. Zach Daw with a tackle for BYU. Already a number of defensive linemen in the mix, including Austin Chambers. Taylor coming out of the game. And there again was that everybody spread out, and so Taylor has room to run, and his quickness and strength gets through those arm reaches that aren't going to be able to tackle him. Adam Pulsifer back in. No Butch Pau'u yet today, and not sure how much he'll play, if at all, as he's banged up. No Albacri, no Pau'u. Undermanned against the team you want to be fully manned. 7.40 to go in the opening quarter. Clock is ticking on second down a goal from the six. Right between the hashes for Hornybrook under center. Taiwan Deal is the tailback, and a handoff to Deal. Deal cuts inside of the hash, moving to his left. Gets up to the three, to the two. Third and goal from the two coming up for Wisconsin. Zane Anderson, the stop for BYU. So it is third goal and two between the hashes for Wisconsin in this scoreless game with 7.20. Now 7.19 to go in the opening quarter, and the official blows his whistle to stop the clock. Not sure what he saw there, but... Number 23 is replaced in the game for an equipment violation. Mm. Second time that BYU's had an equipment issue, have to go to the sideline for attention early in the game. Yeah, I wonder what... Late substitution coming in for BYU. Extra linemen, they're going to go big on this goal line. Full house backfield as they hand off Taylor and, I beg your pardon, Taiwan Deal. And Taiwan Deal goes middle for the touchdown for Wisconsin. 7-12 to go in the opening quarter. Wisconsin opens up on top. It's a two-yard touchdown run on third and goal from the two for Taiwan Deal. 6-0 with the PAT pending. Good Taiwan line drive. Deal, deal with his first touchdown run of the season. PAT from Rafael Gaglianoni is up and good. So Gaglianoni, who's all but automatic in every possible way, makes it 7-0. Timeout on the field. 7-12 to go in quarter number one. Wisconsin 7, BYU 0. Gaglianoni's now 179 for 181 from PATs in his Wisconsin career. This is BYU football on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. You're listening to BYU Football on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Here's Jason Shepard with a scoreboard update. Lots of talk about Hawaii and how well they were playing at 3-0. Well, they went on the road today and lost at Army. The Knights win this one 28-21 over the Rainbow Warriors. Now back out to Madison in the Bryant Heating and Cooling Comfort broadcast booth and Greg Rubel. Shep, thank you. It is 7-0 Wisconsin, 7-12 to go in the opening quarter. Wisconsin just completed an eight-play, 61-yard drive, took 3.58 off the clock. 
big play was a 27-yard pass to Jake Ferguson, which came on third down and four, and there were two third down conversions in that drive. One on third and four to Ferguson, the other third and goal from the two, which was the touchdown run by Taiwan Deal. So already Wisconsin two for three on third downs after going three and out on their first series. So 67% early in the game. BYU's third down number allowed 47%, which is high in and of itself coming in. And two third down chain movers. The last one is a touchdown to Taiwan Deal. Zach Hintz is kicking off for the first time. And BYU with Aleva Hifo and Matt Hadley back to return. And this will not be returnable. That sails through the end zone. And uh, that's what he's good at. Zach Hintz now with 14 touchbacks in 16 kickoffs. BYU's first kickoff of the game was short. Went all the way to the 7-yard line. Only to the 7. and was returned out past the 30. But then Wisconsin went 3 and out. Yeah. And the first two offensive plays for BYU were promising. They gained 20 yards. Then the next two plays lost 11 yards. And that gave the Badgers decent field position, which they turned into a touchdown. We're at 7-0. 7-12. BYU trailing. Cougars at their own 25-yard line. Going left to right. Squally Canada, lone setback. Tanner Mangum under center. Sends a man in motion with a step back of his heel. A sprint right. A throw to Hefo in the right flat. Makes the catch and gets out to the 28-yard line. It'll be a gain of three. Second down and eight for BYU. T.J. Edwards, fine inside linebacker, makes the tackle for Wisconsin. Well, now BYU on that play had their defense all spread out. And so Tanner did have a couple of options downfield. A little bit early, but they had the receivers in front of defenders. He might have taken a shot. Hefo and Kali to the wide left. Kali in the slot left. Shumway to the right. Mangum under center with Canada. The lone setback in motion. Comes Kali. They fake fly sweep. They hand off to Squally. Squally to the second level. Squally busts it to midfield and more. 50, 40, 35, 30, 29 yard line of Wisconsin. Biggest gainer of the year for Squally Canada by far. His long gain was nine yards before that bust off. And he's all the way inside the Wisconsin 30 to the 28 yard line. First and 10 Cougars. He did just limp off the field, however, and so that long run, maybe in the tackle, might have aggravated something. 44-yard run, BYU's longest play from scrimmage this season. Their first play of more than 40. 6.03 to go in the opening quarter. BYU down 7-0, but now driving inside Wisconsin territory. Got to finish these kinds of drives. Struggled to against Cal last week. Mangum under center. They motion Milne. They sprint right with Mangum, looking to throw on the run, throws toward the boundary, and it's caught at the sideline by Gunnar Romney inside the 20 to the 18-yard line. That should move the chains, will it? It will. 10-yard gain on first and 10, so Gunnar Romney the catch for BYU, and now they're inside the red zone. 18-yard line, first down and 10. Cooper's answering smartly here, and it was Squally Canada who got this drive underway with a big gainer. 44 yards for Squally. And now, Riley Burt checks in as they go empty. So five wides, including Burt, as twins to the right. There are trips left, and Mangum is in shotgun. They're empty on first and ten from the 18. They motion Burt. They give on fly sweep. Riley turns the corner inside the hashes. Ten, five, stays on his feet inside the five. Another first down. First and goal for BYU at the five-yard line. And Riley Burt finally sees a snap, (laughs) gets a touch, and gets a first down. First and goal for BYU. Canada is back in, and Burt is out. Now, Riley is a good choice here. He's a little bigger back and still got that speed. And so against a physical team like Wisconsin, he breaks two tackles 
as the first two guys reach for him and his legs are strong enough to run through it. This drive has gained 70 yards so far. Manga is under center. Canada the lone setback. They shift and go wide to either side. First and goal from the five. Motion. Reverse fly sweep. Give to Hifo. Hifo to the far sideline. Doesn't quite get inside the boundary with a chance to turn the corner for the pylon. Stopped after a gain of two to the three. So, second and goal now from the three-yard line for BYU. Boy, uh, Brady Christensen does a good job. He's got a tough block. He's got that guy on his outside shoulder, and he has to try and keep him from getting out to the edge to make that stop. Shumway, wide to the right. Hifo to the left. Double tight left, Moronila Ulupututau and Dallin Holker. Mangum's under center, Squally the setback. Second and goal from the three. Motion, fake fly sweep, handoff, Squally. Squally drives middle, pile pushes to the plane, and it's a touchdown! Touchdown, Squally, Canada, and the Cougars draw to within 7-6. Oh, Canada! For the fourth time this season, Squally scores. Well, it's good that Squally gets to make that touchdown because uh, he had that big 44-yard run in order to get BYU down there. A nice completion to uh, uh, Gunner Romney. Romney, and uh, BYU then puts together. It looks like they want to run off tackle and outside right now. They're staying with that fly sweep, having a hard time running inside until the touchdown run to Squally. Skyler Southam perfect on his scoring kicks so far this season. This to tie the game with 4.02 to go in the opening quarter. What an answer from BYU. Snap Fowler. Good hold. Kick is on its way. And it splits the uprights. We're tied at seven. Great answer from the Cougars. 75-yard drive. Six plays and 3.10 off the clock. It ends in a Squally Canada touchdown run. A run of three for Squally. We're tied at seven. We're taking a break, too, on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. You're listening to BYU Football on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Let's pause 10 seconds for station identification on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. KBYU FM, HD2, Provo. You're listening to Cougar Sports on BYU Radio. Back at Camp Randall Stadium, Madison, Wisconsin, 4.02 to go in the opening quarter. BYU squares the game at 7 in it after a drive that had no third downs. Well, yeah. And, uh, you know, that was a great job by the offensive line to open up that middle run for Squally Canada. They faked the fly sweep. Uh, one of the outside backers steps outside. Then they give it to Squally back inside. And uh, there's nobody there. He just uh, accelerates through the line and tries to outrun the secondary and gets it 44 yards downfield. And then here's BYU with the opportunity to get points, and they follow through and get points on that drive. BYU's already done something it did not do the entire game against Wisconsin last year. Score. Score a touchdown. Yeah, and uh, also first quarter score in a long time, right? Only the second time in the last seven games, BYU scored in the first quarter. BYU scored only six points all game last year in Provo against Wisconsin. BYU fans at StubHub, every Cougars ticket is 100% guaranteed, and you'll find the best selection of Cougar tickets anywhere. StubHub, be there. StubHub, the official ticketing partner of the BYU Cougars. Andrew Mickelson to kick it away from left to right. Aaron Cruikshank is back to return for Wisconsin. Garrett Groshek, one of two upbacks, and... Again, a returnable kick. Last one to the 7-yard line. This one to the 5-yard line. Crookshank out to the 20 is upended there. So a shorter return than the first time yeah. around. Higher kick, Greg. I think that's the thing. He got that ball way in the air, and the cover team was able to get downfield further. 
So 21-yard line the spot. Wisconsin first down and 10. A.J. Taylor, six carries, 29 yards. That's a very serviceable 4.8-yard average, but a far cry from his 7.8 coming in two today. And Squally Canada, thanks to that big 44-yard run, is at two carries for 47 and the touchdown. He's had the 44-yard run and the touchdown run. Offset eye. Deep handoff, Taylor, and Taylor with a 15-yard gain as he got to the second level in a hurry out to the 36-yard line on a slight right angle. Taylor out to the 36. You know, it's really pretty to watch that football because uh, he's just uh, following a flow of red jerseys. You just see him bobbing through the line. You don't see anything else, and all of a sudden he pops out the other side in this opening and accelerates for a first down. Ingold and Taylor in the eye behind Hornibrook. First and 10, Badgers are thrown 36, wides to either side. Handoff, Taylor coming left, and again Man. finds it to the safety level, and Troy Warner makes the tackle at the 42, a gain of six, second down and four for Wisconsin, running it left that time. All of a sudden, there's big gaps for him to run through. BYU making a lot of substitutions on that defensive front in order to try and keep people fresh and attack that uh, big offensive line of Wisconsin. Lorenzo Fawatea and Trajan Peely having just checked in. Taylor, eight carries, 50. He's already at the half-century mark. It's a quarter of the way to his average from almost a quarter of the way through the game. A throw in the left flat to Taylor is not good from Hornibrook. It's low into Taylor's feet, setting up a third down and four. Alex, Alex Hornibrook, who was almost perfect last year in Provo, is now one for four. He was 19 for 20 last year, one for four for 25 yards. BYU came with a blitz off the edge, and uh, Trajan Peely was able to get his hands up. He was right in Hornibrook's face, and that altered his throw. And he threw it to Jonathan Taylor, who does not have a catch yet this year. Four wides in the set on this third and four from the Wisconsin 42, and they're going to throw on a deeper drop. Hornybrook across the middle. It's complete, but Ooh. short of the first down. Catch Ooh. made by Danny Davis at the 45. Needed four and got three. So Wisconsin at its own 45-yard line facing a third down and one. And what will they decide to do here? Punt team, and the fans might mumble and grumble a bit about this. Boy, Wilcox was just standing out there in his zone in the shallow position. And the receiver just ran right into him. Man, it was a shot. Now, Davis has sat out the first two games uh, from a violation of team rules. They were happy to have him back today. Anthony Lottie to punt it away. Respect for the BYU defense as it's a decision. Fourth and one from your own 45. Punt handled by Shelton. Fair catch called for at the 11. You're a team averaging 325 rush yards per game. You've got this legendary offensive line, and you're at the 45 with a need of one yard with Jonathan Taylor, and you punt it away. Sign of respect for BYU defensively, and the Cougars get the ball back on offense with two minutes to go in the opening quarter. 7-7, our score. BYU first and 10 from the Cougars' own 11-yard line. So of their three drives, two have started at the 5 and the 11. Tandemingham in the O, back out on with Squally Canada. Lone setback, Kifo and Kali to the right. Single wide left. I believe it's Talon Shumway. And Shumway still without a catch on the year. Mangum under center. In motion, Hefo. They give fly sweep to Hefo. 
And to the far sideline, running it from right to left. Got a gain of five to the 16-yard line. Second and five, BYU. Nice job by Hefo. He outran the defense that time because uh, they only had one blocker out in front. The two guys pursued from inside of Wisconsin, and he was able to outrun them to get to the sideline. Yeah, I've, I've, uh, I've really liked what Coach Grimes has been calling every play. If it hasn't been a fly sweep, it's looked like a fly sweep, and I think that's open in some big holes for the offense. And again, unbalanced strength to the right. The two tackles on the right side. Strength right from the left hash. They fake fly sweep. They give this Scrawley. Scrawley runs through a backfield tackle and gains the first down. On second and five, give him nine. And it looked like Mark, he'd be stopped for a loss of two. Boy, and that is the same look that he broke that 44-yarder. Did a great job to uh, keep those feet as balanced. I know the defender thought, I've got him, and didn't grab onto anything and... Squally just pushed him off. Big, strong kid. Nice run by Squally. Three carries, 56 yards now. Offset eye, Lopini Katoa with Braden Elbakri unavailable. Dallin Holker serving as the fullback. Wise to either side. Tight end right. Tanner under center. Five-step. Pressure in. Dumps it off. Left flat, Lopini Katoa caught for a loss. Makes the catch and has dropped immediately. Loss on the play. It'll be second down and 12. And Alpini's, uh, I think he's pretty shifty, but that was a good tackle. Man, he just threw his arms around him and uh, said, welcome to Madison. Loudermilk will check out. Henningsen will check in for Wisconsin on the D-line. It is second down and 12. Cougars, so they're off schedule now. At 25 seconds to go in the opening quarter. From their own 23-yard line, second and 12. Mangum shotgun, Lopini Catella left hip. Across the formation comes Hifo as the throw goes to Moronalulu Tau. He stepped through a tackle, but he was off balance at that point and falls ahead to the 25. It'll be third down and 10. That'll be the final play of the first quarter. So after one, we are tied. Wisconsin 7, BYU 7 from Camp Randall Stadium in, in Madison, Wisconsin on the new skin, BYU Sports Network.